You're listening to the Food Freedom Podcast, hosted by me, Dylan Murphy, Registered Dietitian Nutritionist. Food Freedom Podcast explores the topics of intuitive eating, mindset, and body respect to help you create a lifestyle of lasting food freedom. We believe it's possible to feel confident in your food choices and connected to your body. And here on Food Freedom Podcast, we will show you how. I am a registered dietitian nutritionist and owner of Dylan Murphy Nutrition, a nutrition coaching practice helping women make peace with food, heal their relationship with their body, and create sustainable health habits. We welcome all foods over here, from kale salads to queso and everything in between. Let's dive in. Every time I'm sitting down to record and I'm about to hit record, I'm like, okay, what am I going to say to start off this episode? Because, you know, I don't just want to dive right in to the topic, want to kind of ease in, get y'all hyped up (laughs) for what we're going to talk about. And so I was thinking of a funny story because, you know, I just love funny stories And, of course, it has to do with my dog, Remy, (laughs) because who else would I have to do with? But I just, I have to share it because it's actually quite funny. So we are getting some landscaping done in the front of our house, um, just like in front of our house and then in the entryway to our driveway. And so the landscaper came over this morning and talked through some ideas and all that sort of stuff. And he was also telling us what plants and bushes we already have at our house because we bought our house a little less than a year ago and I'm by no means an expert on plants and so he tells us that some of the plants are called boxwood which didn't know that didn't mean anything to me until this morning come to find out one boxwood bush just one bush cost nine hundred (laughs) dollars which I was like what it blew my mind. But what made me laugh about that is Remy loves, I mean, loves to like tear bushes apart. So she'll go into the boxwood bush and you'll just see the bush shaking for a solid minute, two minutes. And then she'll come out with a huge branch from the boxwood bush. And prior to today, I was like, oh my gosh, that's so funny. You're so cute running on the yard with your little bush and like boxwood leaves and all this stuff. And now today I'm like, that branch is like a hundred dollars probably considering the whole bush is 900. So funny, but also like, okay, now I need to closely guard my boxwood bushes so my dog doesn't destroy them. Anyway, that literally has nothing to do with what we're talking about today, but figured I would just tell you the latest story about Remy. So today we're going to talk about weight. And it's funny, as a dietitian, I would say that's one of the most common things people talk to me about. And just to give you a little insight into what it's like as a dietitian. So if I'm meeting someone, let's say I'm at a happy hour and meeting someone that I've never met before. And the classic question comes up of, oh, what do you do? So I tell them I'm a dietitian. And by now, I've kind of just start to prepare for what I think is going to come. And so several things may happen. They may just start word vomiting about their latest diet, all these just different things. Or a very common, common 
common thing that I get is, oh my gosh, you're a dietitian. Okay, what is the fastest way that I can lose weight? And I just kind of laugh and tell them, you know, that's not exactly (laughs) the kind of dietitian I am. Or what also can happen is when someone learns that I have a nutrition coaching practice, a common question or just assumption people have is, oh, okay, so you help people lose weight. <laughs> and again, it's like, um, you know, not, not exactly. So my practice, Free Method Nutrition, is a weight-inclusive nutrition coaching practice. And in short, that means that when my team and I are working with clients, we do not put weight or numbers as the primary focus because we know and truly believe that there's so much more to a person's health journey than the number on the scale. And so we make it our goal to empower clients to discover that that is true, that they can really make peace with their body and that they can find freedom in their food choices and create lasting habits without focusing on weight, which can be a very scary thing for clients and just people in general, especially if you have a history with dieting and weight loss and all of that sort of stuff. It's, I mean, it's the complete opposite. So it can feel like you're just floating in air and don't really know what to do. And it's also very, very prevalent in our healthcare industry to put weight in the driver's seat for giving health advice, for setting goals, for talking about plans of care. And in doing so, we're missing so many pieces of the puzzle. When we focus solely on weight, we're distracting ourselves from behaviors, from lifestyle factors, from other things that make up the bulk of a person's health journey. And so you may be wondering, okay, if we're not focusing about weight, then what do we focus on? Because like I mentioned, it can seem very like awkward in a sense of like, how, like, how do I not focus on weight? So what we focus on instead is the bigger picture. We focus on things like gentle nutrition, movement, activity, as far as like social activity, hanging out with friends, doing things that you enjoy, activity in terms of like I mentioned, movement, we focus on mindset. I mean, all of the different things that you hear about on this podcast and the list goes on and on and on. So basically we, we focus on health promoting behaviors. And in doing that, it allows your story to be fully heard. It allows you to create sustainable health habits and you don't feel shame or judgment in the process. And in talking about that, I see all the time with clients where they'll go to the doctor for a medical concern. Like let's say they go to the doctor because they're struggling with acne and want to get things figured out. And somehow weight gets brought up of, oh, well, if you just lost this amount of weight, that would clear up your acne. Or if you, you know, follow this diet, that'll fix everything. And that brings up a lot of shame onto the person seeking medical care. Because if you're going to the doctor for advice on the medical concern that you have that has literally nothing to do with your weight, and then you're followed with lose weight, you're overweight, you're this, you're that, it leads to so much shame and it makes you want to avoid going to the doctor altogether. And then that fear of going to the doctors can then lead to having a delayed diagnosis or delayed treatment because you're fearful of weight talk with your doctor. 
And a side note I want to make on that because I talk about this a lot with my clients when we're talking about going to the doctor because that happens, that they go to the doctor for something non-weight related and weight gets brought up. So a goal that we have in our practice is really wanting our clients to feel empowered so that they don't have to avoid the doctor or they don't have to fear the doctor, but they can go in there equipped with what to say and how to navigate those weight conversations. So one simple thing, and this applies maybe more if you're working with a dietitian, is just changing the subject or just saying something on the, along the lines of, I'm working with a dietitian to navigate my nutrition and my health journey, so we don't need to talk about that here. Or something along those lines just to really redirect the conversation of, you know, basically without maybe saying it this bluntly, but basically saying, hey, I'm not here to talk about my weight. I'm here to talk about why my face has acne and what I can do to fix it. And, you know, and sometimes that can be hard. So I think another thing is more so just equipping yourself to be able to handle conversation in the sense of knowing, okay, my doctor may make comments and I'm going to go ahead and mentally prepare for what may happen. And then I'm going to make sure I put factors in after to support myself. So maybe when you leave the doctor, it's important to make sure you have time to decompress or maybe journal or call a friend or do something to support your mental health where it may be on the opposite, really easy to leave the doctor and be upset and be frustrated. And that can lead to that spiral of wanting to diet or wanting to binge or all of those different things. And another thing that can be very powerful is knowing that you have full permission to ask for blind weights. So if you don't want to see your weight, if seeing your weight's triggering, or if it's not super triggering to you, but you just don't really want to talk about it, you can ask your doctor for a blind weight. And what that means is you would just stand backwards on the scale. And so you still get weighed, but you don't see the number. And then mention to the nurse or mention to the doctor, hey, I don't really want to talk about my weight because I don't want to know my number. And that's just a topic I don't want to talk about. And and you can do that. You have full permission to do that. So as a weight inclusive practitioner, my goal with all of the clients that we see in our practice is for our clients to feel safe and to feel welcome coming to us for support in their nutrition and in their body image journey. And this does not mean that we are anti-weight loss. I think that's a common misconception with just the weight inclusive and health at every size movement is that, oh, if you want to lose weight, then nope, we can't work with you. But in working with a weight-inclusive and health-at-every-size dietitian, it's important to know, okay, sure, you may lose weight, but you also may gain weight, or your weight may not change at all. What you do when you're working with a weight-inclusive dietitian or working with a weight-inclusive practice is you're taking the focus off of weight so that you can find freedom and relief in your symptoms and your behaviors and in your nutrition journey, but without all of the shame and the judgment, like I mentioned. Let's talk about some examples of what this looks like, of really taking the focus off of weight, but still achieving such incredible outcomes. So say you come to me and maybe initially you say, okay, I need to lose weight. I want to lose weight. What I'll ask you and what we'll do is we'll dig deeper and we'll see what you really 
want and what's really going on of not feeling at home in your body or feeling like, okay, I have to lose weight so that I can be more valuable or so I can get this dream job or so that my partner will approve of me or whatever it may be. And so what I hear there is it's more of that negative body image and putting so much worth on your weight. And so then the work we would do together is really to help separate your weight from your worth and help to improve your body image so that you can have respect and feel neutral in your body. And we talked so much more about this in episode five. If you haven't listened to it yet, we talked about body respect versus body positivity. So if you haven't listened to that, I recommend going to listen to that when you finish listening to this episode or just queuing it up to listen to in the future. But another example is maybe you come to my practice and you have so much confusion around food. And so you think, okay, I just need to go on a diet. I need to lose weight. It's going to fix all my problems. But what you'll find is, honestly, it might make the problems even worse. It might add to more confusion of jumping onto another diet because I see it so often, people coming from diet after diet after diet. And so you kind of start to piece together different factors of the diets where you remember from when you were on some low carb diet, you followed this thing. And then when you were on a different type of diet, you followed these rules. And so you kind of start to mash the rules together and create your own diet in a sense, probably unintentionally. But the work that we would then do together is really help to bring clarity to food and know how to build balance plates and know that there is no good food or bad food and really help to erase all of those different food fears. And so then by the end, your weight may change. It may not change. It may stay the exact same. Who knows? But you're finding so much freedom and clarity that you didn't have before. And it can be confusing if you're so used to a weight and calorie centric approach to nutrition And you also may be wondering, okay, so if I'm not focusing on weight, then how do I even measure results? Like, how do I know if I'm actually improving or if I'm succeeding? So some examples of results that our clients get is improved mood, better sleep, better relationships, reduce fear or guilt around food, being able to eat foods that they never ate before, like sandwiches and ice cream and pizza. Being able to go out to eat or go to happy hour with friends or do different things like that where you don't have the control over food and have no fear whatsoever. Go to happy hour and order the chips and queso or go over to a friend's house and have their homemade lasagna and not have to worry about how it was cooked or anything like that. Also not having the fear of binging at 5 p.m. after a day of restricting And then building lasting habits that you actually enjoy. Because I find a lot of times when we've been on all these different diets, we maybe build up certain habits, but that we don't actually enjoy them. So my clients find so much freedom in being able to implement habits and routines in their life that are so fun and life-giving. And again, like I've mentioned, those habits may impact your weight, but the bigger picture is learning that weight loss has never and will never fix a negative body image. And if you continue to put weight on this pedestal, then it'll continue to lead you down that road of fad diets and quick fixes. 
And one last thing that I think is important to note about weight and just factors that can impact our weight is that there's so many other factors that can impact our body size, that can impact our body size besides just the foods that we eat or how much or how little we move our bodies. Factors like genetics or social determinants. So I hope this... So I hope this encourages you to expand your view of health outside of your weight. And I know it can seem so countercultural because we live in a weight-centric society that is, well, weight-centric, aka obsessed with weight and puts weight at the center of everything. But I promise you it can be so freeing to find your worth in other avenues and to understand that weight is only a small, small, small part of the picture. So if you, in listening to this episode, are like, okay, I need that. Like, I need help in really, really separating my worth from my weight. And I need help in creating habits that, yes, prioritize my health, but don't put weight at the forefront. So if that's you and you're listening, I would love for you to apply for a discovery call to work with our team. We're currently accepting new clients and we would love to work with you. So there's a link in the show notes that you can click and it'll lead you to an application to fill out, to apply, to work with our team. And from the application, it'll lead you to a link to schedule a discovery call. And on that, we'll hop on a quick Zoom call and we'll chat more about your health journey and your goals and what has been most frustrating about your journey so far. And it'll give you a chance to hear more about our free method nutrition program. So I hope that this episode was so freeing for you and gives you encouragement in your health journey. And I will talk to you next week.